Are you looking to make better, healthier choices this year? Then let me help you out by introducing you to ButcherBox. ButcherBox not only helps you treat yourself to more delicious and wholesome meals, but it takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat with humanely raised beef, pork, chicken, seafood, and more that's delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with folks who share their high standards and truly care about how animals are raised. Plus, they're B Corps certified, which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus get, 20, plus get $20 off your first order. That's right. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free offer and get $20 off. The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier and improve my quality of life, which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all and don't take into account each person's individual needs, which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. On January 6th, 1969, a man was born who would go on to take the lives of at least five women. But a disgusting habit spinning on the sidewalk would help police capture the man known as the Brooklyn Strangler. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Between the summers of 1999 and 2000, a series of murders were taking place in the Williamsburg and Bedford-Stuyvesant neighborhoods of Brooklyn, of Brooklyn that had everyone on edge. Over the course of a year, six sex workers were found strangled and bound in various locations. Their names, Patricia Sullivan, Elizabeth Tupney, Joanne Feliciano, Vivian Caraballo, Rhonda Tucker, and Laura Nusser and possibly Katrina Niles. Two of the women were strangled by their own shoelaces, one by the drawstring of sweatpants, two others by electrical wire, and the last by a discarded piece of cloth. The strange thing was, the killer made no attempts to hide these women. Two were on rooftops, one in a vacant lot, and two in apartments, and another in the utility room under the Williamsburg Bridge. The locations and victims led police to arrest a homeless man who was brought in for questioning. 
However, DNA cleared this man, and police became discouraged that they would capture the man they were calling the Brooklyn Strangler. However, the man they arrested, while not the killer, proved to be extremely helpful in their investigation. The man, who'd grown fond of one of the detectives working the case, came to him and told him he had a feeling he knew who the Strangler was. According to him, a man who he often used drugs with talked frequently about tying up women and having sex with them. The man was Vincent Johnson. Vincent, born January 6, 1969, was brought in for questioning, but, of course, refused to provide DNA. However, his habit of spitting on the sidewalk did him in when an officer, upon seeing him do so, retrieved the sample and his DNA was matched on four of the victims. When faced with the DNA, Johnson confessed to murdering five women and remained the suspect in the sixth. According to him, he attacked these women out of hatred of his mother. Three of the women, Vivian, Joanne, and Patricia, were all killed on a Thursday the one day his mother had off work. He was charged with the four murders his DNA matched and sentenced to life in prison on March 10, 2001. He is currently in Clinton Correctional Facility serving out his sentence. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 7th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.